Broadcasting in Memphis, Tennessee, it's time for Cerrito Live. Here's your host, Kevin Cerrito. Greetings and salutations. We are live from Hyattop, Mount Moriah, on this busy Saturday in the Bluff City. We are the lead-in here, leading up to some uh, basketball action right here on Sports 56, which will tip off uh, this busy day of sports here in the Bluff City. We'll talk about that momentarily uh, here with Jessica Benson. And we also uh, will have Holly Whitfield and Greg Akers join us uh, momentarily as well as we will talk about the penultimate episode of Bluff City Law. We are one episode away from the what they're calling the season finale. It's also a big day. In, not only a big day in sports today, but it's going to be a big uh, couple of days in television for Memphis with the debut of Christmas at Graceland 2 tonight on the Hallmark Channel and the finale of Bluff City Law on Monday. So we're going to cover all of that here in the next half hour. Wrestling time is early today. It will be coming your way at 10 30. Zach Linder, a former WWE.com writer, will join me as we talk about some controversy surrounding Jim Cornette. We will also talk about the return of CM Punk and the Survivor Series, which is the all-star uh, game of professional wrestling, which is tomorrow. And, of course, Jerry the King Lawler will join us. He is, he's, he's assured me he will be on this week uh, after missing uh, last week's show. So I'll, I'll put him on the spot and find out why he wasn't here. But we do start every week talking with local 24 sports reporter and anchor. She's the co-host of the Still Not Married co- uh, podcast. She is Jessica Benson, and she joins me in a second. Here we go. She joins me now. Uh, Jessica, we're waiting for your intro. Thank you. So um, I don't know how long we're going to wait because we don't have that much time today. I know you are busy uh, today as well because you got to cover all, all what, what all is happening for those who don't realize this is a busy. This is probably one of the busiest sports day in this city of the entire year. It is so busy. It is the busiest of days. And it's, it's nicely spaced out, though, too. So like you can really embark on being the best version of a Memphis sports fan. So you have coming up at noon. You have the Memphis Ole Miss basketball game over at FedEx Forum. If you don't want to go out there, we are actually broadcasting that game on CW30. Fantastic. So and it's right here on Sports 56 as well. So you're covered okay, with all everybody's got, favorite. You got radio, you got yeah, TV. Everybody's favorite stations and channels will be covering this game here. And what Amazing. And then after that. And then after that, you have Memphis football playing at South Florida at 3 o'clock. That game's on ESPNU. And that game is obviously huge because every game for Memphis football at this point is absolutely huge because win out and yes we're actually talking about a trip to the Cotton Bowl and then at seven o'clock tonight the Fred Forum is going to do a little switcheroo and we will have Grizzlies basketball and they are playing LeBron James, Anthony Davis, the Los Angeles Lakers and they're debuting their awesome Vancouver Grizzlies throwback jerseys. We'll have the throwback court so this day like, not only is it a busy sports day with three games, but it's three games that, like, have legit storylines and interesting things going into them. So, it's fun. I'm ready. I need coffee. Yeah, yeah. Each 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 game uh, has something, whether it's the regional rivalry that will be uh, tipping off here at noon with, with Memphis Ole Miss and that game being at home. And the, the really, for the Grizzlies, because this Grizzlies season, every game has been interesting. But this one, you're like, you've got the guarantee of interest because it's a throwback night as well. So you get to see that. And I, even if it is the game that the rookie uh, doesn't play well, which is going to happen, uh, you're at least going to be entertained and and your your eyes will be able to, to judge for yourself, is the Grizzlies court better than this new Tigers court? Uh, which it looks like it's far and away is. I but. think, yeah, that's a, I think 
that's a pretty safe bet. <laughs> I don't know. I love throw. I'm a big throwback person, and the Grizzlies throwback. Obviously, in the early 2000s, late 90s, early 2000s, I had nothing to do with Vancouver. I, I think I've been to Vancouver once, but I love the teal. Like, I'm such a fan. It kind of reminds me of every commercial. I don't know. Every, like, toy commercial I saw growing up, which is weird now that I say it out loud, but it also reminds me of the Rugrats logo. I just like everything about it. <laughs> I'm into it. Yeah, no, I I really do. Anything that looks like the Rugrats logo uh, is pretty cool. But Olive Branch's own Marco Stunt, a wrestler. I know we don't talk wrestling during this time, but his his logo, his wrestling logo, looks like uh, a Rugrat, which is fantastic because he is he is uh, the, the shortest professional wrestler uh, in, in the business these days. All right, uh, hey, let's officially start your segment. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, it's my pleasure to introduce to you. He's a friend of mine. Yes, yes, I am. And he goes by the name. <laughs> okay, now we can take a look back at the week that was here at Memphis Sports, and it just seems like it is becoming a tradition here. Where it's between Halloween and and Thanksgiving. We are celebrating that time by talking about James Wiseman every single Saturday morning. <laughs> I mean, the kid's so popular. Like, it, he's the most talked about name in the city at this point. He has been almost honestly since, you know, this was this week was the anniversary of him deciding to play at Memphis of pulling that unicorn out of the bag on national ESPN. And now here we are a year later, and unfortunately, it's not as a uh, fairy tale of a story. And as we embark on this time period of this James Wiseman list team, if he has to sit on the bench, so this week, the I mean, the biggest thing that we will remember in sports from this week is that the NCAA decided to dish out a 12-game uh, sit-out for James Wiseman based on the impermissible benefit that his family received from Penny Hardaway, who was a booster years ago when he decided to go to East High School. And now it is coming back and obviously has been the reigning storyline in the city for the last couple of weeks. So the big news this week, 12 games for James. He's already sat out too. Today against Ole Miss will be kind of the, you know, disrespect to Little Rock, but <laughs> will be the first big test for this team without James Wiseman. You have an SEC team coming in and, you know, almost is off to a 4-0 start. I think they were picked to finish in the middle of the SEC, but Kermit Davis did an amazing job last year turning around the program, and so you don't really count out this team at all. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, I, I don't know about you, I'm just, I'm exhausted on the James Wiseman subject in general, and like, I, it's, it's so disheartening because at the at the end of the day, I don't care who you want to point blame at, and, and most people are full gung ho into the NCAA, and I, I'm not going to disagree with those people. <laughs> A couple people have pointed fingers at the University of Memphis. I, I do think that perhaps there is some level of questioning that goes in there on on what made them believe that this was the best course of action. But at the end, you know, who knows what the NCAA was going to do regardless. But my focus is strictly on James Wiseman because he's an 18-year-old kid and 
young man, I, I always call right. 18-year-olds kids, but young man, when I was a freshman in college, like I was worried about getting to class and balancing parties. And this this guy is the, the lead story on SportsCenter and has so many people tweeting about him and talking about him constantly. And that's so much stress. And all he wants to do is play basketball. And I go back to not this past week, but the week before when everything kind of started in, in Penny Hardaway's press conference, you know, he used words like confused and hurt to describe James Wiseman's feelings. And I think sometimes we lose sight of there is a real person now sitting out for those 12 games. And he's a real person who just wanted to go play college basketball at the University of Memphis on his way to becoming, you know, you can't predict the future, but by all means, he should one day be making millions of dollars playing professional basketball and, and life should be very, very good for him. But in the meantime, this sucks. And it's a tough situation for him to be in and obviously puts the team in a tough situation too. So that's my takeaway of the week is bottom line. It just stinks for James Wiseman. Right. This, this week we got the news about the 12 games and the 11, the $11,000 plus that he owes now he has to pay to a charity which yes oh my gosh how could i forget the most bogus part of the entire thing you can have whatever thoughts you want i'm pretty sure like i you have to think that 99 percent of people out there think that it is absolutely absurd that he now has to pay back this eleven thousand five hundred dollars to a charity of his choice like like they were the and you can't make money, right? You can't make money. How do you pay somebody if you cannot earn money? I don't understand that. I don't understand. Nobody understands it. It's part of of why you know I ran it last Saturday. I think you know, Jessica way that I, I I will take credit for kind of for for uh, setting the stage of what a lot of the conversation was in this city this week um, because I I was frustrated last Saturday. The focus was not enough on the NCAA and. And how it was a, a just a complete sham uh, of what was happening. Like even like even if the Tigers broke a rule, it wasn't a fair rule. It was a rule that uh, is not enforced equally across the board. And that that's where the the attention should be. And that is uh, hopefully uh, where it will somewhat continue as this story develops on a national stage. And I was frustrated last week. I was because I was I was getting angry at some people who were too busy in the, the I told you so business. Then the let's let's actually break this down and solve a problem. Here, let's solve a problem that we have. Uh, just because it's a rule doesn't mean it is right. Just because people get a felony uh, and have to go to uh, jail for for marijuana possession doesn't mean that that they should just just suck it up and go and and not try to get the laws changed and say, hey, what, is this right? Are we really should we really be sending these people uh, to jail for the rest of their lives for having marijuana? And uh, should we really be finding a teenager uh, eleven thousand dollars? They needed the money for a reason, but. Uh, here we are. Uh, and what is next for the Tigers? Now we got to watch the games. They're not going to do anything. Nothing. It's it's is the the fight over? Uh, do you think or I, it's well, got to be right? The other, the other piece of this was there was a report by Sports Illustrated that now the NCAA is looking into an infraction. Oh yes. Mm. So that's the next thing that can the city can get <laughs> pumped about, but. Uh, in the meantime, I think, you know, the focus goes, I'm so excited today because it is about a basketball game. Like, right. Yes, the James Wiseman thing certainly hangs about as a, a bad cloud for the next you know, 10 games left. Uh, but at least we're actually talking about some basketball and this team because it, it also, 
you know, for this team, this team is not just James Wiseman. Yes, he is the star center, the reason a lot of them came, the reason for the season, but... The reason for the season. (laughs) Still the number one, the number one recruiting class in the country, and there are still a lot of great pieces out on the court who we will see if they can put together some big wins against some big non-conference opponents down the stretch here, starting with Ole Miss today. You have the game at Tennessee on December 14th. You have uh, NC State on Thanksgiving Day at, Matt, at Barclays Center in uh, Brooklyn. And then you have uh, Georgia even. So I'm I'm most bummed because we don't get the Anthony Edwards-James Wiseman face-off in that Memphis-Georgia game. I think that's just really unfair for all of college basketball. But in the meantime, we will be talking about a team. And, yes, it will be a lot of talk right. about how they adapt their game without their seven foot one center, but because he was not going to be back till January, Correct. Uh, he's not going to be back till January. So this is going to it's and that's when most of the the, the non conference schedule is going to be happening. Most of your your good games, maybe all of them, I guess, uh, are happening while he's going to be sitting out. So you're going to be able to see some good basketball and focus on on seeing how good the team is, how Penny is, how everybody's adjusting. But we still got this cloud hanging above you. It's not fun. I'm with you. I'm tired of talking about it. We have a busy day today. Let's look at uh, talk about other things. There's so much other things going on with, with that happening in the city today. I know you've got to get to that. Uh, so I'll, I will let you go next next Saturday. Next Saturday, though, thanks Thanksgiving weekend, we'll be the first yeah. to talk about what will be. Uh, hopefully, if the Tigers can can hold their own in Tampa today uh, on the football field, uh, will be uh, one of the biggest games of the year uh, up there next to game day. Uh, matinee on Black Friday, Liberty Bowl Memorial Stadium, uh, Memphis versus Cincinnati. So we'll be the first to talk about it uh, on the radio here next Saturday morning. Excellent. I can't wait. So that that will be fun. No James Wiseman next week, no matter what happens. Yeah. I promise. But- Hopefully, 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 nothing. A, hopefully, we're talking about a winning Memphis football team and their continued quest for getting to this New Year's Six Bowl. Right, talking, that's exciting. Talking that's about awesome. possible back-to-back uh, games against Cincinnati at Liberty Bowl Memorial Stadium, uh, one on a Friday, then the next one would be on a Saturday, possibly. Hey, Cincinnati's got Temple today, and that's a team that's given a um, uh, both uh, SMU and Memphis here a run for their money this year. So we'll see. Maybe they'll get a nice call going their way in the fourth quarter. Yeah, maybe they'll, you think they'll get it this time. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. <laughs> All right, Jessica, okay. enjoy your busy day. I will. You too. Have a good one. All right, everybody, watch Jessica tonight uh, on television, Local 24 CW 30. And uh, follow, of course, on Twitter at Local24Jessica. We will have more time next week. We do have a, a shorter uh, version here of Cerrito Live as we are leading in to part of the big sports day. But we're not going to get out of this uh, show today without talking about the busy uh, couple of days we're going to have in television in this town. Because uh, tonight is the uh, third episode. Christmas at Graceland 2. I think they've dropped the two out. But it is the third episode. Uh, movie in the series, not third episode, but third movie in the Graceland Cinematic Universe uh, will debut tonight, and then we're a couple days away from the finale of Bluff City Law, which is airing on Monday, advertised that the season finale could be the series finale, and we're going to talk about that here momentarily with Greg Akers and Holly Whitfield, but I do got to tell you this portion of the show is being brought to you by Media Outlet. Media Outlet is a movie and TV lover's paradise. They have endless hours of adventure inside this store. It's like walking into... Um, a blockbuster of old. Uh, you walk in, they've got popcorn popping. You can you can smell it, and you see movies everywhere surrounded across 
in the back walls, everywhere. So if you're looking, uh, if you're still someone who, in, who enjoys on actually owning uh, a copy of your favorite, whether it's a movie or a audio book or regular book or TV season or series, you got to go check out Media Outlet here uh, now that the holidays are upon us. And as you know, a certain show just got is leaving Netflix at the end of the year, and it's not going to be streaming for about four months uh, before – uh, the new HBO streaming service starts. So you got to find uh, some way to watch this program and feed your addiction. And you can do so by just stocking up. You can get the entire series for 30 bucks there at Media Outlet because each season of a, of, uh, of a TV show is $3. These prices are for everything in stock. So TV seasons or box sets are $3. Video games are $3, Blu-rays are $3, DVDs are just $2, audiobooks $2, CDs $1. That's all at Media Outlet. They're on East Range Road. You can go to their website, exploredvds.com uh, to get more information. But their address is 4227 East Range Road. It's off of Lamar Avenue. It's real easy to get to. You get back uh, from right off of uh, Lamar there on East Range Road. Go check out Media Outlet. Every week they have brought you this segment where we take a moment to look back at Bluff City Law and we do that uh, with Holly Whitfield. She is from the I Love Memphis blog, and she joins me now. Good morning, Holly. Good morning. And also joining us, he is the editor-in-chief of the Memphis Business Journal. His name is Greg Akers, and he is here as well. Good morning, Greg. Good morning. Before we get into television, Greg, I got to talk to you because the Memphis Business Journal does have a story up to follow up about our Poncho's Cheese Dip conversation from last week. Uh, and I, I read it, and I was anticipating them to really explain the reason. They're re- they're, do we have a reason why they changed? Um, they just wanted to kind of freshen and update the the branding, and so they um, just kind of worked with this company, this agency out of California, mm. and and that's what they came up with. Uh, and I think, like one of the owner, one of the things he said is that it never said ponchos on the cup. Uh, not the lid, but the actual cup around the sides, and he so he wanted the name on there. Um, but you know, it's just basically just they wanted to freshen things up. Interesting. As, and they, so they the story. National, so the, yeah, national. they're going more national. They're trying to to branch out, which we agree that maybe you should change things up. So you can go back and listen to our podcast from last week. Go to serenolive dot com. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Listen to our conversation. We're not going to revisit it uh, here today. We don't really have time. But that is interesting that they went with somebody from California, um, not from the Memphis area, for the rebranding of what is a Memphis institution. Um, that might have been a misstep. It's like watching you know, the, the New York City, you know, old commercial. Like sometimes you just got to do stuff where, where, where the stuff uh, is supposed to be done, right? The make your bar- You're not going to have somebody make your barbecue for Barbecue Fest in California and then bring it out here. But the... The other things that was was interesting at the end of the article is that I believe this is the the Poncho's owner saying that a couple weeks from now they'll move on from the packaging, talking about 
the people who are upset that they will move on in a couple of weeks. Little does he know. I mean, the holidays are a couple of weeks away. People have not found out about this. This is going to right. be a story uh, for quite some time when people start going to these holiday parties and the holiday gatherings that Poncho is such a big part of in, in discovering the change. This is going to uh, last a little bit longer than just a couple of weeks. But uh, Bluff City Law may not last a little bit longer than a couple of weeks. Uh, this this past Monday was the penultimate episode of at least this season of Bluff City Law. Uh, and the episode title, what was it? Uh, Ava Maria. Ava, Ava, yeah, Maria. Ava Maria. Uh, aired on November the 18th. And this episode, to me, I I uh, we were talking about what are we going to see? What other stories can they tell that are very Memphis? I wasn't – there was two big stories that I really wasn't thinking about. A church-related story. That makes total sense for, for Bluff City Law. And a wrestling story. However, the wrestling story, much to my chagrin, was uh, not about professional wrestling. Uh, but, Holly, what was your favorite part of this week's episode of Bluff City Law? It was hard to pick a favorite part because I really enjoy watching all three of the storylines unfold, including one storyline that I've been emotionally invested in from episode one, uh, finish up. But I still really love Sydney's character. I love her kind of little mini character journey where at the beginning she's like, ah, the church is terrible. And then at the end she's like, well, maybe it's okay. Um, sort of as she relates to the client. So I like that. I mean, I love that they filmed the wrestling scenes at Lemoyne Owen College. It was cool to see a different part of Memphis featured and, you know, hitting some highlights in Soulsville with, with that filming location. So while I didn't have a super favorite part, I really liked those two aspects of the episode. Not many uh, scenic Memphis spots in the episode uh, this time. They they went back, showed a lot of the trolley, people watching at home, or probably have been watching the past couple of weeks. And in other cities, you're going to think that we have a, a trolley system like the streetcar system down there in, in New Orleans because the trolley has been making lots of cameos. But, Greg, what do you do? You have a favorite part of this week's episode of Bluff City Wall? Um, I, you know, I think I like the, the wrestling storyline much better. Um, I, you know, my favorite part isn't Memphis, but I think it's, it kind of indicates what I think the show could really turn into and be interesting, which is the generational differences. Um, it, not just father daughter, but the way, um, Sydney and her stepbrother kind of are more on the same page about religion than their dad. And, and that's just kind of interesting um, because, you know, there isn't a right or wrong answer, um, but just, you know, how do they work through those things? That, that, that's, that's an interesting tension to me. Um, and I, I didn't love that storyline as much. I, I, I was really interested in the idea of it, but I didn't think it played out quite as interestingly. But it, but the biggest thing for me, I guess, was the fact that Logan Eccles from Veronica Mars was in Memphis is uh, – acting a part and I didn't even know he was here. And I was like, Oh my gosh. Oh, wow. So that, I, <laughs> I was really excited. Cause you would have gone stalking downtown to try to get a picture. Yes. I like my wife said, you know, what would we have gone lunch with him? I was like, yes, we would have tried to do that. Yeah, we tried to Memphis business journals looking into doing a story about <laughs> right. figure out the spin on it. interview you personally for this. The, uh, Holly, so one thing I noticed in this episode, because we talked a couple weeks ago about trying to figure out where the coffee is, right? Straight Associates, what coffee are they getting? Uh, if, where would they drink it at the office when they're getting to go coffee, bring it to the office? We, we settled it's probably Bluff City Coffee there on South Main. But in this episode, when they're at the Hilltop High School, <laughs> and, 
the uh, walking in, in in the gymnasium holding uh, cups of coffee. This time they had stickers on the coffee, and I'm like, what, what, what is happening? So and so uh, my wife made me pause it so we could was like, all right. She's like, what? Find out what coffee this is. We've been wanting to know, and it was Memphis Mud is what it says on the coffee. Memphis Mud. As far as I know, that is not a real place. Correct. As far as I know, that's not a real place, but I don't hate it. It's a good name for a coffee place, Greg. That you don't—you've never heard of a Memphis Mud coffee shop, huh? I've never heard of that, but yeah, I agree that that should happen. It, it would be a good name. I, I don't know why they waited this late in, in the season to start putting stickers on the coffee cups. I'm guessing, Holly, they're listening to us. They're listening to I was us. I'm going to say it's certainly because they're listening to every podcast <laughs> of Holly and Greg and Kevin from Three Dollar Live, and they just got to the one where we're very upset about coffee so they did they did that that's why for sure. we, i don't know if we were upset we're just very curious and also, i don't know you seem pretty upset <laughs> wait about the coffee i do get upset about lots i'm upset about the ponchos you're right you're right see if we get ponchos in an episode here make that a lawsuit I, i'm just gonna be a, there's going to be a memphian suing ponchos for ruining their holidays <laughs> destroying their childhood right can we go? Can we do this? I, you know, I think we got a shot. Yeah. I, all right. But <laughs> the coffee one, I, my guess is I think Greg and you, you're just someone who follows the the movie and the TV business very closely. Like, do you think it's just because it's like episode nine and they've got money left in the budget and they're like, well, we're about to wrap. Uh, let's print some stickers on these. Use, use some think, of the money in the art department. I, I think I don't know about the money part so much, but just. They've had more time to kind of like let's let's really start to inhabit this world more and kind of fill it out with what does it look like. So okay, yeah, uh, and yeah. and it's another fictional place uh, which I like. In that way, when they're making up a fake coffee shop, I kind of like that. And but also like when they go to the real places, and it's a interesting uh, way way to balance that. So tonight, so th- well, th- well, let's focus first on Monday night. So Monday night is going to be uh, the season finale. Is what they hyped. It looks uh, like it's going to be an epic finish, right, Holly? Did you see next time on Bluff City Law? I did, and I was I was blown away. I don't know what's going to happen. It was pretty vague. It was something about if this woman's identity is revealed, she'll die, and then Sydney gets um, arrested for contempt of court for the second time this season. And so I don't know, but I'm waiting with bated breath to find out what happens to my girl. I don't know. It could be a really great uh, finale. Hopefully it's not the series finale, but it might be. In this most recent episode, George received a formal apology from the state of, uh, from Memphis, right? uh, Yeah, the city of Memphis. The mayor was not present for this. uh, So he must be part of my conspiracy theory and think George really did do it. And (laughs) the, uh, but that storyline is not like, how do they end that? They're going to completely end this. Because if there is a second season, George is not going to be a part of it, I wouldn't think, unless he becomes, like, a, a mail runner in the law firm, right? <laughs> yeah, I think I think they'll have kind of capped it off, and which was probably their plan all along. They knew they had 10 episodes, so a good through line through those 10 episodes. Uh, maybe he'll, uh, he and the, the mom will end up together, you know, because they've both been wronged by the world. Uh, but yeah, I think they're done. And they could have a spinoff. Uh, <laughs> right. they, they could they could open up a new franchise location of Memphis Mud Coffee Shop. <laughs> the <laughs> with, with the money from the city of Memphis. All right. Okay. 
So that is Monday night. Tonight. This is set your DVRs, folks. We have a busy sports day in this town uh, with three big Memphis-related games, all with their own uh, different storylines and angles. Then tonight, uh, we've got the third movie in the Graceland Cinematic Universe, Christmas at Graceland, Home for the Holidays. For the while, the working title was Christmas at Graceland 2. It's a brand new cast. Premieres tonight at 7 o'clock on the Hallmark Channel. Stars Caitlin Doubleday, Adrian Grenier from Entourage, and Priscilla Presley. Those are the three names they list. Priscilla Presley gets third billing on this. We'll see how much airtime oh if she, she's going to have. Uh, Holly, what what are you uh, looking forward to? Are you hoping this rebounds? To me, I'm looking at this like Stranger Things. I liked season one of Stranger Things. I liked the first Christmas at Graceland. Season two was kind of repetitive, not as good. Second uh, Christmas at Wedding at Graceland, eh, it was, I, I didn't care for it. I'm hoping this bounces back like season three of uh, Stranger Things where it is uh, different, where they go in a di- – and they are. They're going a completely different way. They're doing something different and not being uh, uber repetitive, and uh, they're giving us new characters. And I'm, I'm, I'm hoping they give us as many uh, fun references and shout-outs to Memphis. I hope so, too. And, you know, Adrian uh, was spotted around town in Midtown and Cooper Young while they were filming here. So – I don't know what that means, that they did some filming there or if he just, like, found some spots to hang out. But, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. You know, it's it's interesting you make that analogy because I did not even finish season two of Stranger Things because I disliked it so much and refused to watch season three. So, hopefully, other people don't treat this third Graceland um, right. yeah. film the way that I did Stranger Things because I'm just dumb with that show. Right, but it could just be done. It could have ruined I, it. I, yeah, but, you know, with all new characters, with this cast and Priscilla Presley, I mean, maybe she's got more than like 40 seconds of screen time. So um, I suggest that people set their DVRs or whatever or find out how you can watch the show. I'll try to find out and, and tweet it out. But um, we can at least check it out. It's fun, right? That's the whole point of Graceland. It's airing it's tonight. It's airing tonight. I'm a little disappointed that, that it is tonight because it is before Thanksgiving. There's people who are, are, are really into the I cannot do anything Christmas related until the you know Santa and the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade or whatever, uh, Greg, are you like that? Or are you going to be able to watch this before Thanksgiving and enjoy it? Uh, uh, well, uh, I will definitely be able to watch it before Thanksgiving, whether I enjoy it. As <laughs> we all like the first one, right? Can we all come to a consensus? The first one was very enjoyable. If you're a Memphian, you need to watch Christmas at Graceland. It, it was fun. It was fun. The yeah, sec- fun is the perfect word for it. And, and hopefully, this won't be. We know there'll be fake snow. And that, because what month did they shoot this one in? As we go into watching this in the next couple of days, what month was it? It was it was not a snowy month like there ever is no, one. <laughs> it was like late summer, right? Yeah. So it was like hot. Once again, <laughs> hot outside. Uh, pretending yeah. everybody's pretending they're they're cold. But so next next Saturday in the slot, we'll have more time. We will break down the the season finale of Bluff City Law and. Christmas at Graceland, home for the holidays. Probably what I'm going to do is DVR it, and I'm going to watch it either on Thanksgiving or Black Friday. So I can be in the, not that I'm anti talking about Christmas before, but the people, there's people out there. I'll be at trivia and I'll be talking about, hey, coming up, we're going to do Christmas vacation trivia and yada, yada, yada. And they'll be like, stop talking about Christmas. It's not even Thanksgiving. I'm like, geez, like I can't even talk about Christmas. What? (laughs) Like it's a thing. All right. Holly, Greg, thank you all so much. Uh, it's, it's been fun. And, and next week's the finale of, of uh, this as well. So looking forward to it. I'll see. Yeah. Uh, thank ho- you, Kevin. Hopefully uh, at least one of y'all in studio next Saturday. That's uh, Greg Akers from the Memphis Business Journal and Hollywood Field from the I Love Memphis blog. Uh, it's time to talk wrestling on the radio a little bit earlier 
this week. We'll do that when we come back. You are listening to Sports 56, 96.1 and 87.7 FM.